But first, we want to thank you for spending some of your evening with the nonsense it is we do around here. And we also want to thank longtime supporter of the shore, North Rim Adventure Sports, offering bicycle sales and rentals, cycling apparel and equipment, and a bicycle service shop. North Rim Adventure Sports features Trek Bicycles, USA, and other brands at 178 East 2nd Street in downtown Chico and at NorthRimAdventure.com. All right. With no further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's start the show. We talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. It's easy to sum it up when you just talk about practice. I mean, it, listen, we talking about practice. I mean, how silly is that? I mean, we talking about practice. We talking about practice, man. That's right. We are talking about practice. Chico's only locally produced sports talk radio show. I am your host, Jero. As always, got my partner in crime, the newest member of the 3030 Club. Hey. Is that 30 upchucks in 30 minutes? Yep. 30. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. That's, uh, that's while being 30 years old. So exactly. 303030 Club is really what I want to be a part of. So please, uh, properly introduce it. What's All good right. party, people? My bad. The newest member of the 30-30-30 club. 30 upchucks, 30 minutes while being 30. Derek highly, highly recommended, y'all. Derek Isamaki. Highly recommended. Uh, take part in it. Um, <laughs> come to realize I can't eat any good food nowadays. No, nope, it's All the good food is out for me. Uh, I'm going to have to go on like a paleo diet. Yep. I don't know if that's even right for me. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's kale. I might have to go that route. I might just have to go carnivore route. Maybe that might be the road for me. Um, I hope that's the road. I could really if go you, carnivore. If but you I, start telling me about how your body just entered ketosis, yes. I am going to punch you in the face. I'm I'm preparing that like I, I'm uh, <laughs> thinking that I might have to put my body through like photosynthesis photosynthesis photosynthesis. Photosynthesis. I still can't say it. <laughs> photosynthesis. <laughs> there, there we go. There we go. Photo. Just, you gotta slow Hooked it down. on phonics, baby. Alex Trebek <laughs> taught me right. <laughs> R.I.P. my dude. Um, I really miss you, especially because we're going to have to have Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah, we'll talk far. about that. Actually, let me put um, that on the rundown. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. Uh, also, our resident degenerate, the one, the only, Rudy Vasquez. What's good, people? What is good, everyone? What is happening? Oh, you switched mics on me. Oh, That's wow. Okay, there we go. Try it again. Wait. You're, you're good. Either one now. What's good, people? There, there we, we go. go. Yeah. All right. All right. You missed that degenerate voice over here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's me know I'm a little bit better off. Uh, <laughs> not even actually, not even. That's the sad part. I'm worse than the degenerate, you know? Like, uh, what does that make me? What does that make I you? I don't know. What's it worse than a degenerate? Let us know. What's a hooligan? Uh, hooligan sounds a lot more fun than a yeah. degenerate. I feel yeah. hooligan's it's like, like, you're just like. It's almost like you're getting mad respect in the streets. Yeah, you're kind of just, you're yeah. a hooligan. Like, you're just messing around. Yeah. Degenerate yeah. is like someone, you are the street. Yeah. Oh, you know? Okay. Hooligan, you walk around playing it. Degenerate, you are it. Like, you get, you know, I'm a degenerate, like, you know, you're just lying in the gutter. 
<laughs> okay. And I'm worse than that. So you're worse than I'm worse than the gutter. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's talk about you being um, old and washed up and um, this new diet you're gonna have to go on. Gotta so, figure something out. Yeah. So this past weekend. Um, the guys from the original TBP group, now we're just getting bigger and bigger, but, uh, the two of us here, uh, Derek and myself, and then, uh, Brad, Statman Brad, Jordan, and John Lucan, we all went down to Morro Bay, uh, to celebrate you turning 30 years old. Yes. Uh, we surprised you with your sister and her husband, Nate, shouts, uh, we'll hear from Aaron and get her perspective on this later. Uh, but we surprised you with them. They showed up. We had a great night full of pizza, uh, garlic bread, and uh, booze. And the next day, we all went to go golf at an epic golf course, Morro Bay Golf Course. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, fantastic. And you got a uh, firsthand look at the grass as you laid down. Oh, there's great grass to the, lie down on. It felt fantastic. It was lush. Um <laughs> Felt great on my skin. I didn't get itchy afterwards, which is a plus. Yeah, I mean, they have that, amazing grass. I, I was going to say, I've never had that before. I'm usually someone that does, definitely, if I'm laying in the grass, I'm going to get itchy yeah. afterwards. I expect it. It's grass. Grass is fantastic. I feel like it should be lie down in, walked all over, peed <laughs> on, thrown up in. Uh, it's fantastic, and I participated in all of that um, at the Morro Bay Golf Course. Uh, loved it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, oh, explain man. to the people. You, uh, I don't. We don't need to get too far into this, but basically, you know, I, I think for anyone uh, out there, if you, if you have um, some food issues, food not particularly, maybe it, allergies is something. Yeah. Um, but definitely, it's been not good for me lately. I got to figure out what I can eat properly, and mm-hmm. there are times where I just go too ham on the bad stuff. And when I say bad stuff, the good stuff. Yes. Uh, the pizza, the fried chicken sandwiches, the bacon, uh, the, the stuff that you know it just isn't good for you. Um, I got to realize, not good. I got to tone it down. I can no longer rely on just working out and hoping to maintain a nice body. I actually have to start eating well, um, which sucks. Yeah. Because uh, I've I've really lived my entire life of I'm just going to work out so I can eat whatever I want because I never want to have to worry about that because I love eating food, yep. uh, especially the bad type of food. Of course. You know. Oh, yeah. Hunk, if you're with me there, people, you know, <laughs> bad food all the way. Okay, I, I'm on a, a path. Uh, my death is laden with the path of like food right now. That's what's going to kill me for sure. Yeah, uh, just for my love affair of it. And my body's saying, no. Do you want to happen right now, or do you want to maybe push back a little bit longer and be able to poop regularly, um, <laughs> and not die when you're 40? Yeah. So I think I want to poop regularly and maybe go to at least 60. You know. All right, there yeah, we go. Yeah, nice. I got good genes, so I feel like you know I got some. Uh, Long life genes in there, so I feel like yeah, at you, least seventy five. You, you should know? be fine. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. Just you know, gotta eat. I mean, I'm okay eating green. I'm enjoying my greens. I'm not someone who uh, I enjoy like a complete meal. Like, give yeah. me if I'm having steak, I better have some greens on there, yeah. whatever they might be. You know, yeah. and um, except lima beans, no lima beans. No lima, lima beans, beans are probably like the one green thing really? I probably don't like. Huh. Yeah, lima beans are. Ugh, why do we have lima beans? Anyone? Well, do you like lima beans, Rudy? Yeah, I do actually. Really? Uh, the uh, the tea bars started adding lima beans to their salads. I'm Ooh, like, oh, this is pretty scandalous. Good. I don't know if yeah. I'm about that tea bar life. Uh, I could get down with them. I, I like them. I, I could care less. I mean, put them on. I don't know. I guess peas at the same time, too. I'm not a big peas guy as well. If I have peas, I better have corn with it, too. I want corn and peas, you know? Yeah. I could do without peas, but 
They'll eat them. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big green bear. bean fan. Love me my green beans. Yeah. Green beans are always good. Uh, broccoli, yeah. fantastic. Broccolini. Brussels sprouts have been a big, a big come up. I mean, I feel like no other Brussels food. Brussels are fire. No other food has made a bigger comeback in my like, life every restaurant than, has Brussels than Brussels sprouts. sprouts. Yeah. Like, Everywhere. Brussels sprouts, like, wow. Well, as a kid, there was always those commercials on Nickelodeon. What are we having for dinner? And it was like, nah, Brussels sprouts. Yeah. I forgot what they were selling. I think it was like those little mini mini man meals or whatever they Like were. some Chef Boyardee stuff that's processed. Like, hey, yeah. it's good for you, but yeah. really it's not. Yeah, this yeah. is way better than Brussels sprouts, kids. This is 100% processed uh, Pig intestines, food. probably. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Tofu, quote unquote, yes. Right, yeah. right. Feet and all that yes. Um, all right, let's uh, let's talk some sports, and we'll get back to the silliness when your sister joins us here in a bit. Um but let's talk some hoops real quick. There's a few things that I wanted to discuss. Um, and we can start with the drama that's unfolding uh, with the NBA store. So the NBA store uh, is in Manhattan, the, the, the one we're talking about for the purposes of this conversation. The NBA store in New York, in Manhattan, obviously ran by the NBA. What they have, they pay a tenant, or they're tenants. They do not own the building. And they have uh, not paid rent since the pandemic, since last March. So they paid off March's rent. Uh, as many of you remember, the lockdown went into effect on March 16th. Um, Could I not pay rent right now? Like, would I be able yeah, to do right? that? Seriously. Like, oof, that would be nice. Well, technically, yes, you can. Okay. Um, because the moratorium on having to pay rent has or evictions has been pushed uh, out a little bit. However... Um, there is no forgiveness, so uh, that yeah, rent right. will still come due. Yeah, so it's like, how risky do you want to get? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yes, you could get away with not paying rent for months. Uh, however, when that bill comes due, you are uh, responsible for the entirety of the bill, not a portion of it. Mm, okay. Up for X amount of months. Yes. Yeah. And I so, mean, if I plan my death perfectly, <laughs> then I could just eat my way there you go. to a complete grave where i have paid living rent free and then i'm dead and then my debt just falls on whomever comes after me sure. yeah and if problem. you don't have kids as far as yeah. i know you're good right like I think it goes to your parents after oh that. Yeah. well as long as your parents oh, okay. are dead yeah so just kill your whole family <laughs> here we go <laughs> just do that time i'll uh, time it all perfectly where we all die at yes. the same time right on the same stage yeah. so they can't yeah. come after any of us exactly and i'm just gonna live rent free i think that's perfect. Yeah, you know, work I'm gonna, around. I'm gonna Einstein this one out right now, guys, There's and ways get some. Around everything. Yeah, find some math equation that determines when I can do this and whatnot. So. Work smarter, not harder. Yeah. That's you what know? I think. Always. You know. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> the NBA store, the NBA has stopped paying rent uh, since last March. So April on, they have not paid rent, um, stating a catastrophic event as the loophole uh, as to not. The reason they're not paying rent and like many businesses um tough times right the nba is not uh, immune to all this no matter how much money they're handing out to the players um people weren't in the streets so people aren't for the most part buying new jerseys new apparel new stuff like that uh for who for what yeah you can't be seen right now exactly. you know what i mean like um i've cut down on my jordan purchasing because again for who? <laughs> for what? I'm not being seen in these streets, so there's no need to stunt um, at all. And I mean, we're just really, truly showing the frivolity of the stuff in general. Like, you just buy it merely for the people around you, not for yourself. You never do. That's, yeah, so that's true. It's more go, or less people. true. Yeah. 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 
I'm not buying these shoes for me. I'm buying them for you. Like, that's why I honestly think shoes have gone so... Like, guys, you don't think, does these shoes look good on me? No. Do these shoes make the woman I'm trying to attract look good on me enough so that you'd want to go home with me? Huh. Like, that's what you're thinking about. You're not trying to think, do I look good? You're trying to think, does she think I would look good in these shoes? That she's like, those shoes say, you can take my clothes off. Interesting. Hmm. Because, you know, I'm just saying, they always look at the shoes, y'all. Shoes start off, they, they complete the circle. Oh, 100%. You know? <clears throat> yeah. If you don't have the circle complete, you're an off-centered circle. You're like an oval. It's not coming together. It's, like, not pretty. So, <laughs> shoes. Complete it. Don't be, like, too outlandish. Or be outlandish and rock it all, well, all together. But either way, shoes. Okay, anyway. What are we talking about? Uh, the NBA <laughs> store. That's right, yes. Uh, in Manhattan uh, on Fifth Ave, which if you're familiar with New York and especially uh, Manhattan, Fifth Ave, very popular street there. Uh, I feel like if you know any street in New York, it's, it's gonna, Fifth it's, Ave. It's Fifth Ave, yeah. Yeah. You know that's that or like Wall Street. So obviously really prime real estate. Uh, and Joe um, Moynian, uh, who is the landlord here, is asking the Supreme Court of New York to make a judgment here about the f- nearly $4 million in unpaid rent wow. uh, going back to March. Um, he has sued the NBA for $1.25 million based on annual rent of 7500 So... Uh, this is where we're at um, right now. This is a three-level, 25,000-square-foot store. So if you're wondering why the hell is the rent so expensive, it's on it's one of the most popular good. streets in the world, and it's a giant location. I mean, $4 million a year. That's... Sounds about right. I would feel I feel it figured to be like a million dollars a month, honestly. Yeah, it yeah. honestly it seems. Pretty, I feel like that's reasonable. reasonable. Like, yeah. Sign me up. Where can I take over? You yeah, know? Rudy, let's do it, man. Okay, let's do it. yeah. I'm down. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Degenerates are us. That's what we'll call it right there. Okay, let's go. <laughs> um, and basically, the NBA is saying uh, uh, because of the pandemic. Um, the reality is that they've lost a ton of money and uh, over $8.3 billion in annual revenue is what they're claiming. Um, and the, so it gets really sticky, right? Because you see these contracts that they're handing out to players and you're like, well, wait, they have money for the workforce, but they don't have money to pay the rent. These are two different things. Understand it's the same business, but these are two different entities in the sense that one is a retail store and one is their actual business. So I don't know how the, the, the legality works, but I know these are viewed as two separate, I guess, the best way to look at it is two separate departments of the same yeah. business. I mean, you got to think like each team is separately and independently owned, essentially. Correct. But they're all part of the same Conglomerate, yeah. conglomerate, yeah, and that conglomerate doesn't own all the franchises; it just has owned the banner, and that banner is that business, that NBA store. Yes. So the NBA isn't like, oh, we might not be making that much money, but the teams are—they're doing okay to a certain degree. Well, the teams so, are taking a bath too because they yeah. all have rent to pay for the most part, and they're not getting any players, in the spa- any fans yeah. in the stands. Yeah, I mean, um, New York had 300 fans at the Brooklyn game the other night, 
and um, 300 people aren't going to pay for the Barclays Center. You know what I mean? The Warriors just built the Chase Center uh, probably at the most apocalyptic time. (laughs) You could possibly build a $2.5 billion uh, arena, and again, I've already voiced how much I hated the idea of them building this arena to begin with, and so I kind of feel like this is a reap what you sow type situation after Joe Lacob said, we're light years ahead of other franchises, and uh-oh, SpaghettiOs, um, you're not, <laughs> you're not, now you're in debt, and you're sure. you're looking to sell off assets, uh, you have one member of your uh, investment group who got killed, uh, not literally killed, but uh, took a bath in that GameStop um, uh, whole, all those shenanigans that went down a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is interesting to me. Um, and not that obviously any of us are experts on the legality of this, but I do find this being one microcosm of what I expect to see uh, across the board from yeah. a lot of different leagues and a lot of the struggles and we look at these guys like oh well these nba players make so much money you know the leagues you know these owners are billionaires and yes some of them did very well in the pandemic but you have other owners like the houston rockets owner whose main money is in casinos restaurants the restaurants and travel i mean i'm not gonna ever feel bad for these guys because no matter what there's gonna be a billionaire that's willing to take over for them if they can't pay bills um and they're stacked too exactly they have millions of millions and millions of dollars just hanging out in their bank. this is their side project you yeah, know this exactly. is their this is their side hoe you know this yeah. is the one that they just like hey i'm just having fun with you yeah. you don't really make me the real money i just like to you know get a little wet with you um <laughs> hopefully you can produce a little something for me if not whatever we'll keep it pushing uh if you can't support it you sell it and i'm telling you there are billionaires who are willing to take over for any one of these guys left and right so i'm not gonna ever feel like oh man yeah these guys are feeling uh, the NBA is suffering too. You know what? Tomato, potato. Let's keep it moving. If you can't pay the bills, someone's going to take over for you guys because that's what we do. Right. These players are still going to get paid. Yeah. Now, the- NBA, NBA owners are still going to be making the money because it's we're going to come around and people are going to be back in the stand soon enough and someone's going to be willing to take reap the benefits uh, when they wade in the shallows that they're in right now. Yeah. I mean, this. the interesting part of this um, is what is this going to do to the CBA. Let me see. I'm looking at the CBA is up in 23-24. So they do have a couple of years to recoup some of this money. But uh, if you look at what happened with China a couple of years or a year or so ago with Daryl Morey's comments. And oh, that's right, yeah. yeah, they lost hundreds of millions of dollars off of. So basically, Daryl Morey came out and said, free Hong Kong. Uh, if you know anything about that region of the world, um, China is under a communist regime. There's a lot of human rights issues, blah, blah, blah. Basically, when Daryl Morey came out and said that, mm-hmm. the GM now of the Sixers at the time of the Rockets, when he came out and said that, that was a big deal uh, because China essentially said, okay, cool, no more television money from us. Yeah. We're not going to air your programs. That's a country of a billion people, and it is the second largest market that the NBA is yeah, in as far as how much money they're making. I mean, it's over a billion NBA. people. Yeah. Yeah. And they control. I mean, the government controls everything there. So if they right. order that, sure. you ain't getting you ain't getting in there. So yeah. uh, money speaks, and uh, yeah. So we'll see what happens. But I'm just I'm I'm really curious. There's so much fallout of this pandemic. Um, that's going to affect sports and the money involved. And I'm just, I think this is going to be 
uh, this is, like I said, I don't think this is a giant story in the grand scheme of things, but I think it's a microcosm for what I anticipate taking place throughout sports in a lot of different areas. So, uh, yeah, be on the lookout for that. Now to some fun stuff, shall we? Um, so All the Smoke, which is the greatest hoops podcast out there right now, if you ask me, hosted by uh, your boy Steven Jackson, Captain Jack, and Matt Barnes. Um, two players from my favorite team of any team of all time, the We Believe Warriors. Uh, they recently put, um, they're putting some highlights together of some stories told by okay. different guests. And they had Isaiah Ryder on. Do you guys remember Isaiah Ryder? Out of Oakland, California. East Bay Funk played for the T-Wolves, was the first person to go between the legs in a dunk contest. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, I have some really good Isaiah Ryder stories. I know someone who knows him well, uh, a friend of mine that played at Duke, and I'll tell you guys off air because, boy, he was a character. Uh, let's just put it like this. Isaiah Ryder once um, got suspended from an NBA game for uh, getting caught shooting dice in an alley in Oakland with an ounce of weed on him and a blunt in his mouth. Savage, okay. And when the police asked him what he was doing, uh, he said, if I remember this correctly, so I'm going to quote it, but don't quote it. So this is, uh, you know, hearsay, how I remember it. Uh, I'm trying to chill out, blood. That's <laughs> what he said when they asked him what he was doing in an alley oh, as a multi-million dollar athlete shooting dice, smoking weed with an ounce of weed on him. Uh, that was his response. Anyway, uh, they were telling this story on All the Smoke and Isaiah Ryder. Have you heard? Have either one of you heard about this? No. I think I have, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I know they talked about it briefly on the Levitard show, so I don't want to get too into it, but uh, the gist of it is Isaiah Ryder was talking about how he was playing against MJ, um, and he was going off. Isaiah Ryder was putting in, was getting buckets, and MJ was kind of having a bit of an off game. And Kevin Garnett is in his rookie season, and Kevin Garnett being the Kevin Garnett that we know um, – just very uh, mouthy, very mm -hmm. talkative, right? Trash talking. So he's talking all sorts of crap um, and comes up while Isaiah Ryder is standing not too far from Michael Jordan and basically saying, yo, you, you're eating him today. You're giving it to him. You're putting in work, yeah. you know, in, in a Kevin Garnett way that yeah, I can't yeah. say. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, basically, like, you're killing MJ today. Mm -hmm. And MJ and both MJ and uh, Isaiah Ryder are both looking at Kevin Garnett like, bro, really? <laughs> like, and Isaiah's just like, yo, like, come on, man, come on. Like, we don't need this right just now. Chill out a little bit. Yeah, it's MJ. And so they're down two going into the fourth quarter. Next thing you know, uh, MJ puts up like 17 in a row. Goes off. They're down of like course. 25. Uh, that two point lead, you know, or two point deficit balloons to 25. And at one point, KG is running down the court. He said it felt like they were playing defense the whole fourth quarter. And he's, like, running up to Isaiah Ryder saying, I'm sorry, dog. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but this is the, – the reason I bring up this story is because that competitive fire reminds me of what happened with the Lakers just destroying the Golden State Warriors last night. <sighs> that felt good because the Lakers have been playing – like poop the past what two weeks on the road i'll take your word for it yeah yeah so uh yeah that felt good i think we dropped 41 points in on you in the first quarter yeah no, it was disgusting yeah. i know at it one point epic. we were driving and i turned the game on and it was like 71 to 44 i was like okay we're go, yeah. gonna go ahead and save the battery <laughs> on my phone i know how this game is gonna go um but lebron 
part of the reason Derek doesn't love him, I would say, is because he's petty. Would Would you agree with that? Yeah. 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 He's yeah. he's very petty, uh, similar to Michael Jordan, and that pettiness is why in his 18th season, in the 37th game of a 72 game season, he comes out and balls out the way he does. Because every time he goes up against Steph Curry, he wants to remind everyone of 2016. Yep. 2016, Steph Curry arguably put together the greatest offensive season we've ever seen. He was named the only unanimous MVP in league history. And uh, people dared ask the question, has Steph surpassed LeBron? Steph in those finals, or LeBron in those finals, I should say, uh, reassured us that, in fact, no, he didn't. He was the best player out here. The image that everyone remembers is LeBron blocking Iggy off the backboard to kind of save Game 7. What I'll always remember is him just destroying Steph's shot uh, when he was going to shoot a layup. Uh, I believe the whistle had already been called. And then turning over his shoulder and saying whatever he said to him, but you could tell he was talking some junk. I will never forget that, and you could tell LeBron has held that against Steph forever. Oh, yeah. And it is what makes LeBron who he is. Now, I understand from your perspective, Derek, why he annoys you. But the same things that annoy you, I find charming. The fact that he cares this much when, I mean, no matter what, he may go down as the greatest player ever. He will not go down any worse than number two of all time in most people's minds, right? I mean, yeah, in my mind as well. Like, I think there's no denying how great of a basketball player he is. It's just, again... He's the product of a social media era that I disdain, and he is fully enveloped into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just something I never will like. I appreciate the athletes who tangle with it a little bit. But he, like, dances full circles all the way around. Um, and, I mean, <clears throat> the foul nail, nail in the coffin for me, apologize for that clearing of the throat, have been wanting to for some time. But, um, <laughs> I mean, it was a taco Tuesday, really. That, oh, that killed it for me. The moment we tried to do that, ever, I was like – you never sound any wider than that, my man. Exactly. It was then Taco Tuesday. And, um, th- and they're not even like real tacos that they're eating. You know, it's like a Taco Bell taco. I'm just you know, like as, cheddar cheese and all. Like, this is why I you got to diversify that. your friend group. Because if he had a real Mexican in his life, a real Mexican would have been like, "Hey, homie, that's a little." Yeah, I mean, I'm all for it. Go for taco. Tacos are great. I'm not gonna be yeah. one to say don't have tacos. Enjoy your tacos, for y'all. Sure, for but sure. like in Taco Tuesday, I get it. It's the widest thing out there, people. I'm Agreed. telling you, okay? <laughs> and it's just a way to get people to eat tacos on Tuesday. I get it. It goes together. TNT. I understand how but English you, works. You eat tacos every day. I, did, I grew up on tacos. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. just like, oh, we're having tacos. Like, okay, and again, we're having tacos. Cool, you sure. know, like, hey, it's fantastic. So, yeah. I mean, they're great. And I'm not trying to discredit tacos yeah, in any no, way. When you try to take the word Taco Tuesday and you try to trademark it, I'm sorry. That you, too. That was you're insane. Just, you're, like, you're calm down, bro. Nail in the coffin to me right there of, of just how much you've gotten too much into this social media BS right here. And uh, it's just, yeah, I'm sorry. Well said, bro. But again, probably the be- best player I've ever seen, my eyes have ever seen. And this is a guy yeah. who watched Kobe his entire life. Yep. And, you know? and he plays for your team. And, and he does. Can't and I still can't. I uh, sec- same here. Yeah. I've always hated LeBron, but I've always respected him. Now I have to like him even more because he's taking our team. Yeah. To it, the, uh, to it, the it's been easy for me not to just because yeah. it's like, I, I, I don't want to say I hate the guys. It's just like, oh, it's not a team I good for them they're winning and happy that the lakers are doing well and they got another championship but i'm just not gonna be like yeah i'm riding with this team because i just it doesn't have a lot of characters i truly enjoy and let's face it anthony davis lackluster at best Mm -hmm. he's not very much of a personality he's not very fun the best one on there is like alex caruso right you know happy birthday to that dude i think he just has a birthday Mm -hmm. and um the only reason why you (laughs) like him is because He's a white dude who's balding and he can jump. Yeah. Yep. You know, yeah, like he's, he's, he's a weird anemone. Yeah. Well, 
An enemy? What am I trying to say? A weird entity. Is that what you're trying to say? I don't know if it is, but I feel like I'm going to ride with it. He's an enigma? Enigma, entity. He's a weird enigma. I'll go with enigma. (laughs) He's an anomaly. There we go. Anomaly. Anomaly. That's what I was looking for. Wow. Your boy cannot talk today. Oh, man. There's going to be fun news segment coming up when it gets to that. All right. Well, we'll get to that here in just a couple minutes. Um, Before we get to that, should we save the TBP Hall of Fame? Let's do it right now. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it right now. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Most weeks, we didn't do it last week, most weeks, <clears throat> we have put together, and I'm sorry for clearing my throat now, long weekend, guys, all right? But 30, we, 30, 30 club, y'all. 30, 30, 30. <laughs> we put together, <clears throat> oh my oh, goodness. Oh, I know here, man. There we go. We need one of, the, right. I need one of those buttons near me too, man. Yeah, no, we, but <laughs> we all nice. need a cough it button right in front of us. Nice, yeah. We do shows on Mondays after having long weekends, and it's just brutal. I mean, I wish I could say the word I could say right now because it would go <laughs> so well having to us clear our throat, but I can't say it on these airwaves. Okay, good. Well, yeah. let's just get as re- far away from yes. that as possible and change <laughs> you the know, subject. You all know, all, all the people. Okay, anyway, you know, the you know TBP Hall of Fame. We nominate pretty much any random category we want, whatever we want, to join the illustrious TBP Hall of Fame. Past winners include Puppies, uh, Schubert's Ice Cream, Bidwell Park, and the dumbest suggestion of uh, all time. Movie known to man. Uh, what was it even uh, called? The, the Greatest Showman. The Greatest, the greatest showman. showman by yeah. Brad suggested that. But hopefully you don't prick Brad's this week because he's not here, but we will give his nomination. Anyway, I've over-explained this. Uh, TBP Hall of Fame, let's get For my first nomination this week for the Hall of Fame, going in there strong, road trips. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's road a good trips one. always can be a great time as long as you're with the right right company, you have the right environment, the right music, tunes, weed, and speed. That's why my saying when I'm on the road, as long as I get two of the three, I'm fantastic. If I have three of the three, it, the road trip cannot get any better than that. Um, and we had all three going down there and back. And when you're with the right company, yeah. it's always fantastic, especially if you got good views. Yeah. Uh, driving through some windy country, whether it may be the, the mountains or the, or the beach. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. So road trips. That's my nomination for this week for the Hall of Fame. That's a good one. Nice. Uh, along the same vein, uh, Statman Brad's nomination was golf. So there you have it. I mean, it, it, it's eventually probably will get maybe. You decide, fans, if it's going to get there. Yep. But, um, yeah, it's hey, got to love golf. Yep. Yeah. Rudy? My nomination is uh, to all the moms out there. Yes, I'm going to bring it back. Moms. moms again. Wow. Okay. I'm still disappointed. I lost some puppies, which was an epic battle. But, uh, yeah, to all the moms out there. I'm the biggest mama's boy, and I love my mom. Talk to her two to three times a week. <laughs> Wish she was more, but, hey. Wow. I mean, I love my mom, too. And <laughs> <laughs> apparently not that much, actually. Compared to Rudy, I hate my mother with a 10-foot uh, pole, okay? Um, no, I love my mom, but I feel like I, I feel like you try to save that for uh, Mother's Day. 
You know, I feel like that would be prime time to do it. Yeah, we're really well, in that mom's spirit. might be able to bring it back. We'll Maybe, find yeah, out. Yeah, you never know. All right. Mine trumps everyone's easily, and we were just talking about tacos. Ah. This is a good week. Okay. Wow. Tacos wow. is my nomination for the TBP. Are you just doing all tacos, tacos across the board? Tacos I mean, across the board. Tacos, tacos across the board. Okay. You, okay. Could, you could make Korean tacos, uh, barbacoa tacos, uh, carne asada tacos. Uh, pizza tacos, if you want I mean, to crazy. I mean, fish tacos. I mean, I feel like tacos have, they're a fantastic, they're like sandwiches, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They really are. You yeah. can fill them with It's anything. just a vehicle for yeah. meat. Yeah. Or, or, and cheese. Yeah. All the good things that I can't eat. It. Or even vegetables. You could go <laughs> yeah, veggie tacos. You know? Tacos. Yeah. But it's just a vehicle to put delicious things uh-huh. in. It's like what a carrot is to ranch. A vessel in which to put ranch into my mouth. That's correct. Mm-hmm. That's carrots. Basically, a carrot with ranch is just an edible spoon. I feel like a celery is a, as well. A yeah. Celery, the best vessel in which to scoop. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know? yeah. yeah. Exactly. I feel like they should stop doing ants on a log and just do like ranch on a log. You know, like I why like isn't that. that a thing? You know, <laughs> yeah. ranch I mean, on a log. I would imagine because it's runny. Also, we drove. I mean, past it's bad ranch. Then you got a little, got to have a little viscosity. In we there, drove you know? past Hidden Valley. We ranch. did. We saw yes, the absolutely. actual Hidden Valley. It is awesome. There is so much ranch out there. Oh my oh gosh, my pounds and mounds. <laughs> like it's like a, it's like a cesspool of ranch. It's it's gorgeous. Maybe it is. It looks like the picture, but nicer. Really? It's amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. it's amazing. I did not know that. Uh, yeah, no, good times, good times. Uh, speaking of good times, you are locked in right now. FM 90.1 KZFR, Chico, California. We are people-powered community radio for the Sacramento Valley, the foothills, and beyond. Want to thank Poland Cyclery for providing self-propelled transportation and non-polluting recreation. Poolins has been serving the Chico community guys since 1918, son. 1918. All right? It's almost as old as you are. Almost. For those of you doing math out there, that's 103 years. They're located at 801 Main Street in downtown Chico. They can be reached at 342-1055. Uh, once again, I want to thank you guys for spending some of your evening with us, if you haven't tuned out already. Thank you. Appreciate y'all. All our friends watching us live on Instagram. You can do the same every Monday. Well, for the most part, every Monday we go live on Instagram. Follow us. We'll follow you back. TBP, not a game. TBP, not a game. Follow us. We'll follow you back. You can check out... Uh, us doing the show behind the scenes. You get some post-game action there. And, and, and you get a vote on the Hall of Fame. So please, make sure uh, you follow us. It helps us out. Helps get our numbers up. And, yo, once again, big shout-out to everyone who downloads the pod. Download, rate, review, like, subscribe, listening, whatever. If you get around to it, cool. If not, we just need the numbers. We just reached 1,000 downloads last month, which is huge for us. So please, please, please. Wow, we're all having terrible times on the mic. Yeah, the voice is rough for everyone today. Get it all out, guys, right now. (laughs) Hawk up loogie time. Let's have a (laughs) a minute. This is going to be the most disgusting uh, four seconds of radio we've ever done. But ready? Mid-show hawker. (laughs) 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 All right, we're good to go. All right. Let's go, baby. I liked it. I'm I'm ready. I am ready for the rest of the show now. I am nice and clear. Pipes are warmed up, ready to go. 
Speaking of ready to go, Derek, sir, are you ready? I'm doing. With the news? What was that? Yes, I'm ready. Wow, let's go. <laughs> what did you say? I have no idea. I really don't. <laughs> I mean, because it, it, it just came in weird because you... It was, it yeah, was a weird no. setup. Yeah. I, I mean, I set yeah. you up kind of strange, no, no doubt. Yeah, that was... All right, well, Derek and Smokey's news. When news breaks in the tri-state area or the world... Breaking news, breaking news. Derek Isamaki has breaking news. What is a good party, people? Time for the news. Now, I got some doozies for y'all today. Doozies! Like, it's, oof, man, this, every single time we talk about the potential of how bad it could be. How bad can Derek push it? How far is he willing to go? <laughs> I've, go. I've reached... I've, no, no, it's not... It, it, I've, I've got to... It's nothing bad. It's nothing I've ever done before. I'm just bringing back a hot topic again. Right. Cockfighting. Oh. Yes! <laughs> giving you a weekly cockfighting update, guys, because it's it's happening still across the world. I know PETA hates it, but you know what? It's out there. It's, still, it's out there, yeah. you know? Um, and, and still it's gone. I'm going to cover it because that's what I do. I give you the straight news about cockfighting that's happening in the real world. And right now we're heading to India, guys. Heading to India. Okay. Why? Because a, a cock got loose and stabbed his owner in the penis with a knife attached to the cock. No. The cock had a knife attached to it, <laughs> and he attacked a penis of his owner, fatally injur- injuring the man. Damn. So. Wow. Be careful of your prize cock, guys, because it might come back and kill you. That's that legit happened. He was trying to catch an edge in a fight. So he attached a knife oh, to the feet of his prize rooster. So I changed it up for you guys a little bit. And that rooster oh, went God. after that man's member and dismembered his member. I've always wanted to bring that back, the member. I've always thought that's a great way to refer to my section, my member. That's my member. You want to become a member? Exclusive member. (laughs) That guy has nothing to become a member of anymore because his his cock went after it, you know? So I'm saying, if you're going to, you know, if you're going to go for a, uh, if you're going to go for a little edge, careful that edge doesn't come back to get you. Okay. So we go from cockfighting to the world of whale vomit. That's right. Whale vomit, for those of you who don't know, Amber Grice. Very, very valuable substance. Very valuable. So valuable that a woman in Thailand, Shiri Porn Narim, stumbled across a seven kilogram piece of Amber Grice that is worth 185,000 pounds. So roughly $200,000 for seven kilograms. Seven kilograms is about... This is one point... I, w- I know I know kilometers to miles. I can do that, but what my kilograms to pounds. I was it one point six or is it one point? I don't. Know. Come on, people. I know we're not supposed to do math on air, but this is conversions on air, which I think we should know because come on, people. It's important to know the other side of the world because that's how they all do their math. And the fact that we don't know millimeters and, and kilometer and kilograms is sad. Wow. One point six. What 2. is it? Two point two. Two point two. I was just. I knew that. Two point two. So about Way fourteen. Up. So over fourteen pounds. A fourteen pound lump of whale vomit. Is worth about two hundred thousand dollars. That's crazy. Uh, it's used for perfumes primarily. Really? Yeah. So if you find that stuff, huh. hawk it up quick. Yeah. Okay. Hawk I wish up. my vomit was worth that much, man. <laughs> I would have a fortune. 
this past weekend, man. You're peaking every day. Wow, dude. <laughs> you know, I get what bulimia is all about right now. I'm creating a fortune. That's why they're doing it. They're right? Yeah, you know, smart ladies over yeah. there. That's called an independent thinker. Oh, yeah. I appreciate you. Okay, I don't want to say we're condoning bulimia, guys. This is all a joke right now. It's a serious <laughs> substance. Do not do it. If you have a problem, visit a therapist. But if it was worth $185,000, I would be throwing up too. I got you. I'm just saying. I'll be right there with you. So let me know what was your favorite story of today, the cockfighting incident or whale vomit. That's the news, guys. All right. That was perfectly timed by you, sir. Wow. What you're, can I say? It's like you're becoming a professional. Every once in a while. Flashes of brilliance. Yep. Well, uh, let's bring on the, uh, the Isimaki who is a little more consistent with her brilliance. With your sister, Erin Isimaki. Aaron. Our foreign correspondent. Like, For- please, our, our foreign correspondent. That's okay? right. Yes, the- she's foreign, okay? She's in a completely different area. Well, she's in Utah. So foreign. Okay. I'm just saying. Foreign to us, I suppose. She's but- in a foreign land, okay? California to Utah, you might as well be going to back in time, okay? Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh. I already oh, had my moment in time. I got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want your time as well. You're welcome. Uh, all right, Aaron. So... Um, we need to uh, get a couple things straight. I first want to talk about fighting, and then I want to talk about this past weekend. So, uh, Canelo Alvarez, um, one of the greatest fighters, I would say, in the history of boxing. Yeah. Um, certainly one of the best out right now. Uh, had a match this past weekend. Can you catch the people up to date on what happened, how that went, and uh, yeah, just give us some background on that. Uh, Gildrum fell, you know, stumbled, ate it. Um, popped up very quickly, though, was, you know, laughing about it. Uh, the third round, they called it. That was it. Um, so now the reason that he fought Gildrum, a lot of people were wondering why, because Gildrum is kind of a nobody. I, I don't think anyone's ever heard of him. Is because of the weird way that these belts work. And um, I was looking into it, because I'm not going to lie, I don't know that much about boxing, but it's like, you know, you hear all these so there's the WBC and there's the WBA and you're just like, what's going on? So I was looking into it and the way that it is, is that there are kind of four main boxing sanctioned bodies. Um, there are more, but there are the four that are the biggest. And so there's the WBA, the WBC, IBF, and the WBO. So currently, Canelo holds the belt for the WBA and to fight, uh, and he had to fight Ilgram this weekend so that he could keep the WBC belt because the way that these boxing bodies work is it's a little political. So they, they told him, you have to fight this guy if you want to keep this WBC belt. It's crazy. Boxing has way too many... Uh... I Wait, too many say, divisions What about and the WTF League, okay? Because that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> <laughs> the WTF League. It is super confusing. We appreciate you attempting to explain all of them, um, but I'm still as confused as ever. All uh, I know is that Canelo is like every ginger's dream. He is giving you guys, uh, giving you guys a platform uh, that we need to uh, acknowledge more, I feel. you know, Look at, look what this guy's doing despite being a ginger. It's, it's amazing. It's fantastic. <laughs> it Brad, sense. you should be loving this man right here. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't know what you can He's do with that. May 8th, 
to take the WBO belt. So he'll have three of the four belts at the super middleweight, which is 168 pounds. Has that ever happened before? It has. Tyson Fury did it most recently. Um, so it is when you, I mean, and this is what Canelo is trying to do, you know, to be the greatest boxer of all time, he has to get all four belts at the super middleweight. Unfortunately, he still has a loss to Floyd Mayweather on his belt, so he can't really be claimed the greatest boxer of all time. He does, but I also think that we have to kind of look at where they were in their careers. He did get handed, you know, a big loss. It wasn't very competitive, but Canelo was so young. Canelo's only 30, and this fight happened at least five years ago. Uh, maybe even more. It was a while. It so, was a, it was at least five years ago, if not yeah. closer to seven yeah. years ago. So yeah, no doubt in the world of boxing, he was very young. Canelo was, and he got a like I said, a very experienced Floyd Mayweather at the time. And it's exactly. sad he probably will never get that actual fight just because Floyd's obviously on his exactly. way out. He's just doing you know uh, fake fights right now with with people who are in, YouTube stars. Um, so hey, he's making money because he needs it. I get it, but he's no longer in that competitive realm where I feel like if you were to fight Canelo, we'd be like yes. He finally took a fight. He would never fight Canelo. It would just be, it'd be too dangerous for him to yeah, get that re- record tarnished. Yeah, no, not at this point. Not not this stage in his career. Uh, Canelo Alvarez is one of the only boxers that I know that past the age of 30 seems to be getting better and better. Do you remember another boxer this late in their career that was really like, this is when they felt like they were in their prime? I mean, Vladimir Klitschko fought until he was pretty old. The yeah. Bros, I, man. I would say maybe he was in his time in his 30s. Okay, that's that's a fair point. So We don't know boxing in here. Right. We feel you're like we correct. should try to go down that road. You hit 30 and it's fast to climb. Yeah, you... Similar to Derek. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about that. <laughs> let's talk about your brother being past his prime. Um, so... This past weekend, we all had a good time, uh, the entire time, except for your brother. Uh, and That's true. Yeah, <laughs> we all had a blast. Um, the best stuff. Yeah, let's, uh, what, what was your main takeaway from this past weekend and seeing your brother uh, damn near die on Saturday? I mean, it was kind of hilarious, but, you know, the nice part is, like, we all like each other. We all have a good time together. Who needs Derek, really? <laughs> That's, That's true. She said, did yeah. say that a multiple times. Yeah. She was like, well, we're all friends, yeah. and this is an awesome time. Who really needs my brother to even be here? What can I say? I'm great. At, I'm a great vessel to, great, to create bridges. You know, I'm a great bridge builder. That's what I'll call myself. There I'm a go. bridge builder, connect people, and I'm out. You know? <laughs> I'm like, I my job is up. done here. Yeah. Once the bridge is connected, I just burn my way through. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we appreciate that you had a birthday so we could all hang out and have a great time. Exactly. What yeah. can I say? Uh, Got to shout out to my parents on that one, you know. I did nothing on my birthday. Yeah, you know, no. They did all the they work. They did the work. Well, my mom did. My dad was just there for moral support. Yeah. And he legally had to be for 18 years. He's still there, though. So shout out to my dad still for so being my dad. He stuck around. Yeah, he's been around. Yeah. <laughs> good good for him. I know you don't. I know you don't ah, damn it, I noticed that joke up because I, I was about to throw you underneath the bus. But I can't now because it's not fun anymore. It's still Drew, we know that life. <laughs> there we go. Finally got it out. Yes. Yeah, my dad doesn't love me as much as yours does. I know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I still play catch with him. It's nice. I've never done that. I wonder what it's like. Anyway, uh, Aaron, you want to do some bad dating advice? And uh, we'll get you out of here on that. Always. All right. Always. So our man Cody wrote in to me and he said, I recently became single after dating my ex for four years. You guys have always been great with uh, 
You guys have always had great advice about dating. Have we? Anyway, thank you. Entertaining. I'll take entertaining yeah. advice. Yeah. Great, I would say. You're you're in, you're really in a bad place if you think we're doing be great advice. <laughs> yeah. 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 I've given decent advice. Okay, Aaron. Yes. yes. Aaron, yeah. fine. If you're saying yeah. Aaron, understandable. Okay. Also, yes. the segment's called Bad Dating Advice. So if you're like, this is awesome dating advice, this is probably <laughs> why you're single. I'm just joking, <laughs> Cody. I don't know the, the context of what happened there. I hope you're all right, bud. Been uh, there before, man. But he yeah. does. He asked the question. He says, what advice would you offer me? To help me get back on the saddle and forget about my ex. Now, get a rock hard body, man. Like just make her regret every second not having you there. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Okay, yeah. well, let's talk about that. There's nothing wrong with getting in great shape. No, never, after no, no. after a breakup. Uh, in fact, you know that could be a motivating factor. But let me tell you guys something. Anytime you do something out of spite to prove something to someone. Understand the letdown you're most likely going to face when they, they're they don't care. Touche. Sure. They really don't yeah. care, right? It's like if you've ever been fired from a job and you're like, oh, I'm gonna show them, I'm gonna get a better job. Guess what? They don't care. They could care less. They right. really could care less. They really could care less. They they don't care yeah. at all. Uh, and if your main motivation for working on you is to sh prove something to your ex. You're going to be sorely disappointed when you show up and you send you, all these pictures of you on your social media or up and you're, you know. Uh, well, that's where you're doing it wrong. You're posting those pictures. on. You never do that. Yeah. No. Okay. Ooh, well, whatever. No, don't. You're that's, not going to get. I already said that before. Gym, shel gym selfies, guys. No, no, no. go for any yeah. guy. Agreed. I mean, what women I'm are pushing the boundaries at this point in time, too. I'm telling you. There's way too many of them, my ladies. Look, stop. But if you want to get in shape and you're, let's say you're not in the it's best shape. It's always a good thing to do. That's yeah, a good 100%. thing to do. It's a great distraction. Oh, yeah. And while you're still hurting off that, uh, the burn from your ex, it's a great time to start getting really into working out. Aaron, what do you have for our friend Cody here? Yeah, I mean, I would agree. And I, I with what you're saying, workout is great. You will feel better. Um, but I sort of agree with you, Drew. If you're doing it just to, you know, spite her, you will never, ever, ever feel good about yourself. You know, do it for you, you know, make her, you know, maybe she won't regret, but then, yeah, you know, get that rock hard body, like live your best life, you know, get yourself better so that the next girl that you get is 10 times better than your ex-girlfriend. And you'll be like, what was I doing with her? I could do so much better. I've like done all these cool things. I've traveled, I've lived my best life. And then your next one will be a hundred times better because she's going to want someone who's traveled and has a rock hard body. And also, start learning to cook as well. If you're not cooking on yourself, yeah. learn to cook by yourself. That's a great hobby. To great up. thing to do right there. Picks up a lot of time. I'm telling you, a lot of time goes into cooking. I never realized it. Shouts to the people that cook on a regular basis. My mom in particular. My dad's doing it now. But my mom, the fact that she always had dinner ready for us at that time, yeah. wow. Um, I can never do it. But it's still great way, great way to spend time. And just broaden your horizons as well. Mm -hmm. Testing new things out. Seeing what's work in a great way to impress your future girlfriend by cooking yep. for her a bomb-ass meal. That, oh, yeah. That's a great advice. And I would also say whatever the things that you enjoy doing are, whatever your hobbies are, do a lot more of that because now you don't have to worry about what someone else thinks about what you're doing, when you're doing it. Mm -hmm. Enjoy the freedom you have. Now, I understand right now, pandemic, probably can't go do all the things you want to do. But if you do have hobbies that you could still do, go do those yeah, and go exactly. do a lot of them. The things, whatever it is that you do that makes you happy, we all have something that we do for us. Be as selfish as you possibly can right uh, now. Unless that thing is meth. 
do it. Yeah, you know? well, unless it's <laughs> unless it's like hard drugs, yeah, yeah. then don't, I would don't go down that route. I would yeah. recommend you you avoid that. That probably won't end up well. But but just in general, I would caution anyone. Anytime you're trying, your motivation is spite, and you're trying to prove something wrong. Understand that you're just spinning your wheels here because mm-hmm. the person you are trying to prove the point to doesn't care nearly as much as you do and the day that you finally get to a point where you're like look i'm gonna show this person this accomplishment the letdown that you will feel because of their apathy towards your accomplishment is going to hurt so much more and then you're going to question why the hell did i do all this work to achieve this to put it in this person's face when this person doesn't care so just do it for you yeah focus on yourself i think we gave cody some great advice guys Hey, Cody. Don't do math. Don't do math. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Aaron, excellent as always. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Had a great time with you this weekend, and we will will chat with you uh, next Monday. Later, guys. Later, Aaron. Excellent as always from Aaron, our foreign correspondent. Uh, Rudy, you got a couple picks for us this week, sir? Oh, yeah. All right. Let's do it. What do you got? So last week, uh, we killed it with the two-team parlay. It was four-to-one odds, but that was last week. I'm talking about this week. Tomorrow, yeah, let's go, baby. I got Man City against the Wolves at home. Man City absolutely on fire. Smashing everyone. I believe they're, what, 10, 12 te- uh, points? They're 19 wins in a row. 19 wins? 19 wins in yes. all competition in a row. They're rolling. I, they're not stopping. That is wins, not just not dropping. Yeah. That's wins. Wins, three points. Yes, three points in all that's three That's crazy. Yeah. All right, so Man City. Man City, and then I'm going to two-team parlay with uh, Lazio against Turin. Oh, okay. Minus two, 225, I believe, too. So the reason you do the two-team parlay is to bring that number down. So it kind of evens out yeah. as a you bet 100, you win 100. So, gotcha. So let's go. All right. Uh, there you have it, people. Take that to the bank. If you are not into soccer but you're into gambling, this is a great time. There's basically soccer matches every single day. 100%. Uh, yeah. All the time. <laughs> Of all the major leagues, this is... By 2 o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon, you could have made like $300 if yeah. you do it properly. I would yeah. say, yeah. aside from yeah. the no fans thing, this has been one of the greatest times to be a fan of the sport of soccer. Uh, just for the the just how much quantity you're getting. Mm-hmm. No doubt, yeah. And I mean, you're still getting some solid quality out there, too. So yeah, it's of not, course. It's not yeah. You just don't have the fans. You don't have the fans, which, again, I feel it's, it's definitely making the sport suffer a little bit. Mm-hmm. But... For me, as a fan who just likes to watch it, no matter what, you're exactly. getting different insights into yeah. the game. You're hearing certain things from the manager. Which is really cool as well. Such fun things yeah. are being said across the board um, from managers left and right, from players being yelling at each other. The love hearing. Yelling at players. Re- vice yes. Versa, everything. Uh, uh, PK going after uh, his own teammate in Griezmann. That was insane. That was hilarious. Way. I forgot to, yeah. Uh, Carlos Ancelotti yelling at his team, yelling at Tom Daisy in particular to, to not go forward. <laughs> He's telling it. It's funny. You hear him talking about, in particular, with the Liverpool game that just happened. Shouts to that derby that Liverpool is blue. Yes, Toff is. Um, but he was telling, yell, tell, yelling at one of his midfielders to not go forward. He's like, everyone get forward. Not you, Tom. You would hear him say, not you, Tom. So everyone would get forward except for Tom. It's hilarious hearing that insight from the managers because you're not hearing the thundering roars, ruckus from the crowd, um, which is awesome Mm -hmm. in its own right. But I think for the real fans out there, we're getting a new insight to the game that we're truly enjoying. And uh, this is time for, like I said, every single day, you can be making a lot of money if you're you're a gambling person. If not, you just want to watch the games for fun. 
good times as well. Yeah, and uh, talking about fans, uh, the University of Alabama came out today and said that they expect a full stadium for week one for college football. Bama for you, baby. Bama. Yeah, I mean, so, we'll see. Let's see how that goes. But, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, that's that's great to say in the spring. It's pretty meaningless, though. No, we'll see what happens between now and then. We were also told quarantine was going to be two weeks. True. Very true. Uh, one year ago. And we are two weeks from it Away being from one year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. I mean, obviously – the more vaccines we get distributed and all that, uh, the better for everyone. The sooner we go back to filling up stadiums and acting like jerks in public. Um, so, uh, actually, really looking forward to that. Uh, let's do uh, let's do some uh, rapid fire topics and then maybe get out of here with the grinds of my gear. Do you have any lined up? We'll see. We'll see. No. Okay. Well. Uh, I do want your opinion on this, my friend. Aaron Rodgers to host 10 episodes of Jeopardy. I mean, you love it? No. I didn't, okay, I didn't yeah. That, yeah, I mean, I just feel it's a very... Um, Why him? Just because he's a Well, fan. he loves he yeah, loves Jeopardy. He loves the fun how smart he is, I feel. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I, I, I know more than just football. I know my, my knowledge as yeah. well. Um, I know my knowledge. I know my knowledge, you know. It's, it's in the word knowledge is to know, and I know that. So I'm knowledgeable. I know that. Aaron Rodgers, knowledgeable like Ron, beyond belief. It's like a Ron Burgundy knowledge right there. <laughs> Unique New York. And it, he's, a, he's a popular person, no doubt. But I don't know. I'd rather someone a little more entertaining. I feel like he's not a very fun person. Yeah, he seems very kind He of always old, seems like you know? a downer. Yeah. yeah. Whenever you hear him interviewed, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. Wow, we're just so yeah, much for hearing the pipes. You know? Yeah, it's been a rough one. Uh, whenever you hear him interviewed, it sounds like he just got out of bed or his girlfriend just broke up with him because he just sounds defeated. Well, I feel like that's always happening to him. He's either just getting out of bed or he's breaking up with somebody. <laughs> All right. Well, like, those are two, yeah. yeah. J.J. Watt signs with the Cardinals, and you are not happy about this, Rudy. Not at all. It's just making our division even harder. Yeah, and, I mean. You know, and they, I think they were fourth, fourth place in sacks last year, the Arizona, Arizona Cardinals. So, yes, it's going to make their defense better. But on the other side, J.J. Watt's always due to get hurt. That guy That's plays, true. I can't remember the last time he played a full 16 games in the season. So, I mean, and he didn't have the greatest season this past year. I was going to say, is he really making yeah. the Cardinals that much better? He had, better, he had 36, uh, 36 solo tackles, five sacks, two forced fumbles, and one interception, which is good, That's but it's decent. not but great. It's not, yeah, I mean, his sacks were tied for 56 in the league. Oh, wow. Um, so yeah, not not his best season, uh, and he only did play what about eight games, I think. Yeah, see? yeah. yeah he's, so he's always due to get hurt. <clears throat> but at the end of the day, it is JJ Watt, and he is gonna clog up two or three guys to be on him every every play. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. But yeah, the Niners are coming back. That's all I care about. There we go. Uh, Alex Smith being released by. The Washington football team. Were you surprised to hear this, Rudy? Uh, well, Alex Smith came out last week saying how uh, the whole coaching staff wasn't wasn't going to give him a, a chance to play this and that. He just didn't feel the love, which you know kind of sucks because it's Alex Smith, dude. He came back from that crazy injury. Yeah, and uh, he played decent on a bad team already. Well, so. what does he expect right now? Again, you're a dude That's on a true. broken leg right now, and you're lucky to still be in the league. And I feel like, hey, you're lucky to have a leg. Yeah, yeah I was that too. True. So, yeah. Um, 
you know, I don't need. Also, I guess, Washington yeah. doesn't owe you anything. They that's, kept you on the roster. They could, after you cleared and could come back, they could have waived him. Then mm-hmm. they kept him, and yeah, he did help him win a couple games this season. Um, they even made the playoffs. Yeah, they. They won the division, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They did win. I mean, an awful, <laughs> god awful division. Uh, that whole d- division should have been relegated. He wasn't even the guy that was leading him in the playoffs at that point. He was done for. So it's like, yeah. I guess, yeah, yeah you were you're yeah. on you had for job for a minute. You're you're you know expected you the fact that you were on it for this long. Hey, he won comeback player of the year, didn't he? Yeah. He did. So take that award. Be happy. Yeah. It always it always sucks being cut or fired or laid off, but uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, we have 49ers news. We have uh, questions about Drew Brees, but we also have no more time to discuss any of these things. Um, So hopefully we'll get to them next week because I do want to talk about the Niners calling Teddy Bridgewater. But uh, that's not going to happen in this week's episode. So Teddy, two gloves in 49er country? I'll take it, as long as he's not on my team anymore. Yeah, (laughs) well, thanks a lot, Derek. You're welcome. Um, You're just going to force him on us, huh? Well, I mean, that's I'm not. Carolina Panthers might. Yeah, that's true. Two gloves, man. He wears two gloves. It's been real, y'all. We'll be back. You need two gloves to throw up. Like, what is wrong with you? We'll be back next Monday, 530. Appreciate y'all rocking with us. Why do you need two? That's two. It makes no sense. It's been real. Peace. Game over, man. It's game over. Coming up next. Two gloves, man. Why two gloves? The show. Two gloves. Here it is. Well, it's warm in here today in in my self-isolation. It's warm where I am, 30 degrees to 80 degrees in two weeks. That's not a land speed record, but it still can make the old head spin around. New Orleans is feeling like New Orleans again. And other things are uh, reverting as well, not so cheerfully. I celebrated with you the idea that after, well, about five weeks ago, uh, the T word didn't have to be spoken on this program with such regularity. I, I don't think it was spoken at all for about the last three or four weeks. But today we're, it's, it's, a th- it's throwback Sunday, partly because the, um, the T word is speaking at the CPAC, big, what it used to be called a conservative conference, uh, it's now basically a conference of personality cult. There is, I'm sure you've seen it. If you haven't seen this, go look at it right now. I'll be here. There's a gold statue of Donald Trump in the uh, lobby of the venue where the CPAC conference is being held this weekend. I seem to remember the Bible saying something about gray 